Hi, this is Pam, and this is Must Love Food. Thanks for joining us today, and uh, we are continuing our series on, wow, what a cool job you have. How did you get into food media? And today, I've got Teresa Lorenzo, our director, and Chris Hennessy, our very talented uh, photographer. And um, so they're, they're not quite as tied to the actual creation of the food part, but uh, they both have a real tie to food and um, have a love of that. And so, uh, and people always ask them, wow, what a cool job you have. And how did you get into that? So as I said, we're continuing that series and we'd love to hear how you each got into this um, fascinating career. And uh, Chris, um, if there's a favorite food memory you have too, please share that with us or uh, first food memory. Um, but uh, give us a little um, insight into how you got into this cool world of photography for Cuisine at Home. Okay, well that, that leaves things kind of wide open. We'll, we'll start <laughs> with the, the early food memory. Sure. Uh, you know, Thanksgiving was always a big thing with our families and we'd rotate from one side of the family to the other. But my, my grandfather on my mom's side had a great tradition with all the grandkids. There was a mudroom right off the kitchen, and that's where all the pies got set to cool. Uh-oh. So grandpa would sneak all the grandkids into the mudroom to sample the pies. He'd cut just a little tiny sliver of pie for each one of the grandkids. And when I was about three, my sister and I and two cousins were in there, and he's like, oh, dang it. I forgot to bring a knife. <laughs> he sent me out to the kitchen at Uh-oh. two years old to ask for a knife. <laughs> They're like, what are you doing? He said, you know, my grandpa would always say, we're not doing nothing. And this is what I said to my granny. We're not doing nothing. I just need a knife. <laughs> Why? Should, we don't want to give you your only three a sharp knife but we're not doing nothing granny give me a knife <laughs> she proceeded to give me a knife because everybody knew what was going on uh, <laughs> i said pumpkin pie i love sweets so much uh yes i would think that people would have gotten um hip to it after years of slices taken out of the pies when they come yeah. to the table yeah you know, uh, well, my sister and I were some of the first grandchildren to be around. Uh, you know, the other cousins that were close to our age lived far away, so they weren't back there very often. But they happened to be there at this one Thanksgiving, and it was it was a good laugh for the whole family. And you said pumpkin was your pie? Well, it, it quickly became pecan pie Ah. Uh, to the point where... I quit asking for cake at my birthday when you just asked my granny to make me a pecan pie. She said, really? You don't want cake? I said, well, <laughs> do I get a choice? Because you said any kind of cake, how about a pie? <laughs> she said, yeah, absolutely. It's your birthday. You can have what you want. I said, well, I want pecan pie. <laughs> well, isn't your birthday uh, kind of sandwiched between Thanksgiving and Christmas? Yes. Yes. So it's the, it's the season for it. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, she just didn't want to have to make another pie after she just made pie for sure. Thanksgiving. But, you know, she was going to humor a small child and she was a great woman. Uh, you know, Aww. she took care of us kids. 
So I'm going to guess that that was your preference when you rotated uh, houses for the holidays. I bet you enjoyed going to that house for the pies. Or did did he did he go to the other house too and steal pies there? No, no. Uh, unfortunately, I, I never got to know my grandfather on that side of the family. Oh. Uh, but you know, uh, I, I liked them both for different reasons. But I, uh -huh. I really liked the pie tradition at, at the, my mom's side of the family. Sure. Uh, that was, that was a lot of fun and always something to look forward to. So that's, I love that. Um, and I love that you, uh, you're a sweet eater and that is stuck, that memory is stuck with you uh, through, uh, through the years. And, um, and I know we've spoken a little bit about your journey um, becoming a photographer. Um, and um, how would you say you really focused in the food arena? You know, honestly, uh, I could say a lot of things, but really it's just kind of dumb luck uh, okay. <laughs> where life took me, um, okay. you know, where I had started my career as a photo assistant. Uh, the, the first full-time opportunity was another one of my coworkers had gone to a company and they were looking for a staff photographer and, and that was a largely food-based position. Um, so that's what really got the ball rolling on, on, getting going in the food industry you know my background had really been in photographing interiors and and you know home projects and that sort of thing and you know i had always with with my employers dabbled in food um but for a photo assistant there's not a whole lot to do on a food photo shoot uh because you're in you know generally a fairly controlled area you know pretty small space if it's just about the food, unless you're going for an environmental thing. If you're trying to do a big Thanksgiving day spread sort of set, or if you're trying to do a lifestyle food photography shoot, then that would have applied uh, to a lot of the stuff that I had been learning from. But uh, yeah, that, that was a, a good friend was trying to help me out and, and get me to spread my wings and you know, it's, it's really interesting because today I work with Teresa Lorenzo, my art director. When we met, I was a photo assistant and she worked on, on several different titles that were also outside of the food arena. Uh -huh. And when the opportunity arose to come work at, at Cuisine at Home, it was like, hey, this is just like a great reunion. You know, I, I get to work with an old friend and, and uh, kind of relive some some old times and make some new memories and you know it's it's been a great experience um what is your favorite thing to shoot then is it is it food i mean because i know you're also a food guy you like food you like to cook um, oh, yeah. you like to cook with your wife you like to grill i know that you you also hunt and fish and so you you actually sometimes catch your own food yeah uh, absolutely but, but uh is uh what's your favorite subject to to photograph if you have one uh you know really it just kind of depends on what the the I, what i what really interests me the most is a challenge is mm -hmm. a conceptual challenge you know mm -hmm. Teresa and i'll talk about things and and i love it when we're pushing our magazine in a new direction because it makes me change the way i'm going to light something or uh, you know, we're, we're looking for just any new creative way to look at what it is we're doing. That's the part that really excites me. You know, the, the thing I always liked about interior photography was 
you were doing location work and every time you go someplace new, it's a problem solving issue. Sure. Yeah. It, how do I make this situation look as good as possible? And, and that's the part of it that really gets my creative juices flowing. I, I like the problem solving aspect of it. Uh, and so, you know, as in the last couple of years, we've, I feel really pushed the look of this magazine and that's largely been driven by Teresa's ideas of, of, Hey, you know, we should be doing this. Let's go for this look. And how do we get there? Uh, you know, most recently, even with this nutritious, uh, brand that we're beginning to develop, I hope it's okay. We talk about this, uh, but you know, that's a whole nother creative break. And the first day we did, you know, the first day we shot for that was not that long ago. And we both left, you know, she had certain goals in mind and we moved in that direction. But by the second and third shoot, I think we really started hitting our stride. You know, you could see a marked difference in what we do for cuisine versus what we were doing for this, this new brand, this upcoming brand. And, and, I really thrive on on pushing uh, myself creatively that way, and I really like doing it as a team. You know, I mean, it, it's a collaboration, and just you know, she'll have an idea, and sometimes once in a while, I'll actually have a suggestion, uh, and it's great to work with her because you know she'll foster that relationship, and we'll kind of bounce things back and forth, and and end up with something that we both end up really happy with. So you're happy to shoot anything, but when you shoot food, you just get the bonus of getting to eat the nibbles afterwards. <laughs> if it hasn't been spoiled on set. Yeah, especially if there's bacon. I'm not gonna lie. Everybody so, will watch me float through the studio and find which kitchen has the bacon going. <laughs> like, it's like a cartoon character. My feet don't even touch the ground. I just float, the scent draws me in that direction. <laughs> I don't think you're alone there. <laughs> Teresa, let us delve into your background and what kind of led you into um, the wild world of food media. And um, if you've got any uh, specific food memories or first food memory that you'd like to share, we'd love to hear it. Well, as, as we've talked about before, I come from an Italian family who loved to cook. I had one of those Italian grandmothers that was a fantastic cook. And everybody was always in the kitchen talking and laughing and sharing and cooking. There's a lot of people cooking together in the kitchen. And as a, as a kid, I just loved to be in there with, with all the adults and, and everybody's, uh, everybody's just having a lot of, uh, like a community, um, sharing and, and, uh, just it was just a wonderful um, atmosphere, and and I grew up you know loving that uh, Italian food, and uh, all the uh, my dad came from a family of uh, eight kids, and everybody cooked, and when uh, uh, we were growing up, he taught us all how to cook, my brothers and my sister and me. So so I was kind of always around that, and came from a double whammy because. Not only the Italian kitchen, but uh, my uh, dad owned restaurants, so I came and grew up in a restaurant family. So I was always kind of a foodie, even when I was just a tiny little kid. Uh, but then, um, 
after I became a graphic designer, I worked for another publishing company and uh, we were assigned clients. And my first client I was ever assigned was Kraft Foods out of Chicago and uh, just kind of jumped in with both feet. I had, I had uh, not shot food before and it was quite an experience because uh, they had their own photo studio. They had like 12 bays in their photo studio. It was a giant operation, of course. And I learned so much just by doing, just by jumping in and, and doing it. And we, we also uh, like to push them a little bit. Uh, they were very uh, specific as to what they wanted. And I think that was a, you know, looking back, that was a great way to learn because they had a lot of specific things you had to kind of problem solve uh, for each department uh, came down and, and approved the photography. So, for example, the macaroni people would come down and approve that part and the condiment people would come down so forth, so on. There'd be like 10 different departments coming down and you had to please each one as you went. So, so it was kind of a kind of a nice way to learn when you had that specific environment that you had to figure out. So, and then we like to push the envelope there too, because you know things change and trends pop up all the time in you know photography and graphic design, and you you kind of want to go there and experiment with that. You don't want to stay the same. So, you know we 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 learn to push them, you know, a little bit at a time into a certain direction. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a great learning experience. And I was on that, uh, was with that client for about five years and that's where I started shooting food and I just loved it. I, I like, really like shooting food. A lot of people, you know, they, they like certain things about photography. They like shooting with people or locations and that kind of thing. But I, I really like shooting food. So you've, you, um, as Chris was saying, and you'd said as well, you kind of have shot a lot of different things, but would you say your favorite to shoot is food then? Or? Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I, I do. I do love it. Um, it's, it's like a canvas that you can play with color and texture and uh, environment. Uh, you can create that. That's what I actually love about it. I love uh, creating a specific environment, taking everything into consideration uh, from the ethnicity of the food to the textures and colors to uh, when we uh, uh, do taste tests in our test kitchen. And I, I like to hear what people are saying about the food. Specific, you know, especially if there's something that I, I have never tried before and I don't know about, and I like to hear everybody talking about it. And then I get, I get an idea as to what it should be and and the environment it should be in. So that's why I like shooting food so much. There, there's a lot to it that when you look at the images in a magazine, you just don't realize what all has gone into the thought process. Right. Well, yes, and speaking of taste panel, a lot of times at taste panel, when I'm one of the people who make and create and ideate um, the recipes, the articles and all of that kind of thing, um, I've done my own research in terms of seeing what a certain thing looks like, um, how it's been shown in, in various places. And 
I have something in my mind as well when I take it to panel and you also try to present it in such a way that it looks really appealing. Um, but then there's the kind of discussion of how can we, what do we like about this? What are some great ways to present it? Or what would you do and what would what do you think? And so, um, yeah, it's, it's a great thing of collaborating and, um, uh, you know, hearing where people are coming from and um, what people want to do to um, do the food the best justice it can. Um, yeah, there's a behind the scenes, which uh, people don't know when you look at any magazine, any food magazine, there's a lot of collaboration going around and it, it definitely takes a village mm -hmm. to present the food like you see it on, on your printed magazine copy. <laughs> It's legitimate when we get that question, um, wow, what a cool job, how did you get into this? Um, and so we just really wanted to kind of do a round robin with um, our staff as we have here uh, to give you a sense of um, our backgrounds and really what has driven us to um, join forces and create Cuisine at Home. And um, we encourage you to come back and listen to us. Um, on our next podcast. And um, in the meantime, please check us out at cuisineathome.com. And we're on all the social um, platforms. And uh, we hope to see you there. We've got great articles and recipes and tips and uh, videos. And um, it's created by Teresa and Chris, myself, John, Robin, Haley, Maddie, and Amanda. So um, we hope you like what you see. We'll have uh, more discussion. Look forward to seeing you there at Must Love Food. Thanks. Visit our site to learn about special offers, new products, and more for purchase. We offer live cooking seminars from pasta making and cast iron cooking to pie baking and stir frying techniques. Our special interest publications feature recipes centered around certain topics like feel good food and slow cooker dinners. We also offer custom at home branded kitchen tools such as aprons, cutting boards, and bench knives. Shop all of our offerings at cuisineathome.com.